Good morning, wonderful people. Welcome to my channel. We are doing Navamsha case study number five, and further videos also I'll do on this. Guided by intuition, how does it get better? Now we shall try and examine Navamsha charts of men and women, my past clients, who are more of the sensitive light worker kind. Maybe couples who have come for. Counseling, you know, how do I get along with my husband? How do I get along with my wife? And so on and so forth. Random cases. And we'll examine their Navamsha chart and from the perspective of just seeing a single person's chart, their Navamsha only. Mind you, I'm not taking the other partner's Navamsha chart here. Just trying to get into the details of something that is the core of a bond, of a marital bond, of a relationship, whether you are a live-in boyfriend, girlfriend, whether you are married couple, whether you are older married couple, it doesn't matter. We are trying to examine the dynamics of two core principles and this is coming even from the Vedic Astrology. The one seven axis, that is the self and the other, the Aries and the Libra from the Kalpurusha Lagna perspective and from the 410 axis of the Navamsha which is the heart axis which is the career axis mind and the heart axis so if we clear or if we work with just these two points and try to see where the where this individual and the kind of relationships they will get into can work we are going into the positive mode now where can it work because this is important to understand and relate to one another what is important for one person may not be important for the other what is priority or outlook of one ascendant one person may not be the same thing for other so i come from a place of well you can take all this point system right the vedic system as a point system ashtakuta they call it the eight point matching matching system or the dashakuta or the 10 point matching system trust me all the cases i have come across who have come for all this couples going fighting with one another blah 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 if you take their point system they are pretty well matched you see so we need to get out of this mindset even the traditional vedic astrologers where they are always thinking about just mind match the points of these two couples and let them pack them into a room get let them get on with our life we have finished our responsibility this is the typical indian attitude anyway and that's not going to work not in this new energy not going forward and not where 2023 onwards i'm sure of this so we need to make sure how they are what can be possible in terms of bonding emotional psychological bonding that's what we need to examine and that's what we'll try and study in number of cases going forward single charts single navamsha charts and this one we'll take the case study of a lady by the name miss c and we will see her navamsha chart and how the 17 axis plays out and the 410 axis plays out in the navamsha okay So be with me here. Let's get into it. Okay. So let's see. I have to do this all over again because my PC froze. Okay. 
So now I'm checking history number five. Missy's one seven axis. Like I said, first we will study one seven axis, then we study four ten axis. And I want to get the principles very carefully because this is the way we are going to work with all other Navamsha from now on. This is a Pisces ascendant. This lady Missy is a Pisces ascendant. And opposite to her, number six, her spouse is Virgo-like. He is an earthly type of person. Okay. So, what kind of a partnership dynamic can she study? Can she embrace? Can she work with? Okay. Let's see the dispositors first. From her Pisces ascendant, the Jupiter dispositor is in the eighth house, right? And from his perspective, the dispositor Mercury of Virgo is sitting in her second house. So we are talking about the dynamic of two eight axis play out here, which in this case is Aries and Libra like. Okay, specifically Mercury versus Jupiter, because Jupiter is the dispositor of her ascendant sitting in the eighth house, and it is directly looking at Mercury, which is sitting in the second house for her. Right. This is only her Navamsha chart. We are only analyzing with respect to her Navamsha chart. Now, Mercury neutral in the second, slightly stifled, I should say, because you should look at this dispositor chart. Who is sitting in whose house matters. Saturn is very high because it's exalted in Libra. Saturn, Jupiter is neutral, so it's fine. Saturn looks at her Mercury. And suppresses it because he is talking in a harsh manner to her sometimes, sometimes in a very expanded manner because Jupiter also sitting in the same house. So this expansion and contraction of her speech, which is the second house, kind of tends to play out more. Yes. And so what happens is she can become confused at the attitude of a partner sometimes. Sometimes it is preachy and teachy and encouraging, which is Jupiter looking at Mercury. Sometimes it is stifling and harsh truths and very judgmental kind, very suppression kind, because Saturn is also looking at that, right? This can happen. This can happen at a very powerful level. And because it's two eight axes, which is playing out in speech and sex life can be affected. Remember, this itself teaches us a principle. Why Taurus and Scorpio are opposite? Taurus is materialistic, wants to talk, it's a second house, wants to express. Scorpio is internal, it wants to feel, it wants to feel the sex life. Okay, so this is the dynamic that plays out in two-way taxes, classically speaking. Which also tells us that if your communication is good between the partners, there's going to be good sex life. Simple. If you're not communicating with the partner, doesn't matter. I don't care if you're falling in love, head over heels, or you're standing on your head or standing on your heels. Doesn't matter. None of these things matter. If your communication dynamic with the partner, and I've seen this over and over and over again with couples, if something has gone south, their communication is really bad in the sense they have not worked on their communication between the partners. Either they are being too judgmental, too harsh, too critical, or I think what is right and you think is incorrect, being too fixed about opinions like the, you know, Taurus Scorpio axis or Leo Aquarius, very fixed kind of thinking. These are the main causes and they are not having any sex. And if they are not having any sex, they are not having any marriage. What are you doing there? Growing fruits? 
there is no point in a marriage if there is no proper sexual bonding at the intimate level just that simple everything else is nonsense okay so let's see how they bond there is there a possibility of bonding in the one seven axis in her navamsha chart well he is a tip she can encourage his sexual instinct by listening to what he has to say why because looking at it from the spouse's perspective mercury is sitting in his eighth house he gets turned on by communication if there is no planet there we have to look at this positive let's see other cases that's why we'll do more case studies studies okay okay but for now in this case mercury is sitting in his eighth house that means communication becomes a turn on for him and that's necessary she needs to understand that because that's in her chart on the other hand looking at it from her perspective he can encourage her sexual instinct which is his second house okay looking at it from her perspective her sexual instinct is driven by the combination of these two guys over in her eighth house so he can encourage her sexual motivation by being more physically openly sensual artistic aesthetic and liberally opening up new doors new ways of exploring sensuality sexuality intimacy she likes that because that's what sitting in her eighth house in libra it is sitting in libra that's why i have used those particular words they are very liberal in nature libra is a air sign saturn encourages the air sign saturn encourages a grounded form of sexuality when it is sitting in the eighth house jupiter expands that idea of aesthetic sense sitting in the eighth house aesthetic sense with respect to sexuality you got to understand it this way this is the only way she can develop that continuous bond with her partner and her partner can bond with her if she sees understands this appreciates this and works with this can have a fantastic marriage simple let us see now another important aspect which is 410 we are just going to do 17 and 410 okay that's the most important one we are looking at only the kendras and how they play out the kendra is the core okay let's see the next one 410 axis i hope this records properly and stops okay so now let's see the 410 axis of both right it represents each one's heart there has to be the heart connection that's why you are staying together it's not about what you want from him he wants from me she wants from you and etc 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 it's not about the materials that's not the purpose of this whole thing there has to be a heart connection there has to be a mind connection heart and mind are the four ten axis self and the other is one seven axis which we covered in the last slide <clears throat> now we are seeing the four ten axis so from her ascendant fourth house becomes this one the blue pink highlighted one the dispositor and we are only looking at dispositors aspects we'll cover at details in later case studies it becomes too complicated otherwise we'll start simply first yes we got plenty of charts to do so third fourth house for her becomes gemini again ruled by mercury which is sitting in her second house so once again we have the mercury playing out for her dominantly in the fourth house from his side the fourth house is again ruled by jupiter right 
Jupiter Mercury, Jupiter Mercury, both sides. See that? So, what happens here? His fourth house dispositor, looking at it from his perspective, is also sitting in his second house. So, what does this lead to us? What does this give us as a positive scope of what she need to, needs to adopt as her approach towards her partner for a heart connection? Well, that was a long sentence. Okay. Number one, his fourth house, heart, mother. Okay. Dispositor is sitting in second house. Okay. This is sitting in second house again of home and family. So home and family matters is very high in value to this gentleman. Means everything to him. He desires to talk about his family, his elder siblings his younger siblings he may be a guide mentor to his elder sibling because jupiter is in his second house right it matters to him this is his value system it matters to his heart his emotion he may be a guide mentor to his elder siblings also if any he could get very preachy within the home because jupiter is the dispositor and it is sitting in the house of home and family he may be a teacher in his profession also. Why? Because it is sitting in the second house of work. Number two, her fourth house. Now let's talk about her because it's her Navamsha chart. Her fourth house, heart, mother, dispositor is sitting in her second house. Now Mercury, if it is sitting in the sign of Mars, it doesn't do well. Look at that table there. Okay. House of Mars. Mercury is the enemy. Okay. So it doesn't do very well. So already it becomes stifled. Plus looking at it from her ascendant, fourth house is the enemy. So the relations between mother is her mother is not so good. Okay. But what happens? Relationship with her mom is debilitated, fourth house enemy. She could communicate and confide a lot to her elder sibling if she has some because Mercury is looking at the second house. Okay. And she could also be very good communication with her in-laws, which is the 8th house. Slightly suppressed expansive Jupiter-Saturn combination there, but there could be a good flow better than her mother. She could communicate with her mother-in-law. This happens. Many times this happens, right? So now, what happens here? She could have a communication and confide a lot to her elder sibling or to her in-laws and probably her job or work involves a lot of speaking because second house is a lot house of work that he needs to understand but we are talking about her for the moment number three this is the conclusion since mercury in hers looks like a student because it is her fourth house lord and this man this gentleman over here is the teacher now we come to the core of it looks like a student to his jupiter who wants to be and feels proud of and engages heart to heart there in the area of his, his home family etc this is post marriage because this is namamsha their hearts would connect well listen to this their hearts would connect well and bond well if she allows him to be the teacher as much as his heart desires let him speak his mind off let him be a preachy teachy kind of fellow in the house let him be that that's who he is that's what his dispositor jupiter urges him to do okay understand this women 
become student like role to him submit to him i'm not saying slavery here submit to him is a receptivity the fem- feminine receptivity she can be that she is naturally feminine and the most crucial one in this chart she is a water sign ascendant and he is a earth like ascendant earth needs to hold the water not the other way around water does not hold the earth because okay, so she needs to be held as an ascendant that's where she feels comfortable she needs that grounding she literally needs the ground as a water sign right so this is what we should be analyzing it like and we'll do this with a number of others oncoming upcoming charts okay we'll just do 1704 and access and it can play out in different ways that's what we will know by you know analyzing more charts so keep watching thank you for your likes and subscribes have a great day i'll see you in the next bye bye